This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. A choice right now, right now. Between fear and love. It's just a run. Out of the dark night of ignorance and into the shining light of truth. Expounding reality. A population of citizens capable of critical thinking. We don't see things as they are, we see them as we are. There's a, a level of reality where everything dissolves into a, an ocean of energy. We empower our experience by insisting on our authenticity. That's very profound. Very Expanding reality. Sherman, we are here to first of all talk about, sir, you and this commie calendar of yours, this thing coming in here trying to say, you know what, I can do a better job with this, fuck this, you know, uh, wishy-washy, sometimes it's 30, sometimes it's 31, we change all the time, fucking shit's up in the air. Some people like the destabilization, sort of chaos way of living their life, feeling that it's in a systematic pattern sort of a way, but you, sir, are coming in here and presenting a new idea, which we are big fans of here, and so we're grateful to have, to have you and to host you here. Tom Sherman, if you would, for the audience, introduce yourself for us, bud. Sure, for sure. Thanks for having me, Brandon. I'm excited to be here on the uh, Expanding Reality podcast, for sure. Um, so basically, uh, my name is Tom Sherman, and I uh, live in Delaware. I'm just a regular old guy, and uh, I invented a new calendar system after discovering the fifth season of the year in 2017. And... Um, since then have reinvented time itself to be more mathematically scientifically sound logical um and that's kind of overtaken uh most of my most of my day-to-day -day activities is is uh, uh peddling yeah peddling a new timekeeping system a new way to to view time a new perspective and um it's yeah, it's it's just been a, a, a crazy journey. So I'm excited to be here and, and kind of discuss it with you. It's fascinating. And I'm grateful you're here, man. Honestly, and we had a wonderful conversation the other day and you guys are absolutely going to love him. So again, all the ways to find Tom located down in the show description. You all know how to do this. Uh, he has some cool things to share with this here. So buckle up. This is going to be awesome. I already am just calling it. OK, now uh, ahead of this is time, right? This is what we're talking about here is the ability to track and to calculate and to coordinate with one another time and it's one of these things to where we have had discussions on the show mike ricksecker just came on with his book travels through time great book you guys check it out uh, and he was discussing the relativity of time and all of these different concepts about paradoxes and uh, just the nature of time itself and being within it challenges us to see time for what it is or what it could be or maybe what it is a larger construct it's sort of a fish examining that it's in water kind of a thing and so these ideas when we talk about oh, I invented a new calendar. This struck me so hard. I was like, this guy has actually thought, I, I was with you on your level of thinking to why you would present something like this. That's why I had to have you on, man. So to, to begin this thing out, 
what the hell are you talking about about this fifth season thing? Right. So, yeah. Um, so basically, here's what happened is I was in college. I was just uh, I was studying finance and I, uh, I actually started studying finance during the 2008 financial crisis. Right. And so one day our bond teacher came in and was like, hey, uh, there's negative interest rates and this has never happened before. And this chapter that we're about to learn doesn't make sense, but we're just going to keep learning it. And I was like, this seems like a scam. Like, I don't <laughs> I'm not sure about this. And so I kind of had a quarter life crisis and was like, do I really want to go to Wall Street and do a bunch of coke and like bang hookers and like just become a terrible person? And I not really. That was kind of the answer that I came to. Yeah. And it's so yeah, but it is. Not, I mean, look, there's a lot of people that do it and I'm not disparaging them at all. I just, it's just not for me. Live your journey. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so then it's kind of like, what do I really want to do with my life? Right. And um, I was like, you know, I always wanted to be an inventor. I always wanted to be one of those, you know, in the movies, they're like living in a warehouse or a garage and they've got all this crazy stuff going on. And I was like, that's that's cool. I want to do that. Yeah. Um, and so I started keeping a journal. I kept all the journal of all my ideas, all these crazy inventions, all this stuff. And time was just one of these subjects that has always fascinated me, always interested me because it's like this slippery, magical substance that no one really knows what it is. No one can really explain to you what it is. And, but it dominates our lives. It, every aspect of our lives is, is dictated by time. And so, so I started keeping notes on it, started keeping a journal, and um, fast forward, I don't know, five, six, seven years um, is when I had my sort of eureka moment about the, the discovering the fifth season. And so I, I can kind of walk you through that. Um, let me share my screen real quick. Yeah, audio only and, audience. Here's the point where I will invite you to check the uh, video link in the show description down there. That's where you can find this visual version of this show. Come hang out. It's a lot of fun. All right. Let's see. Let's, let's try it in the slideshow. Uh, so anyways, so look, we all know ice is 32 degrees, zero degrees for, you know, our metric users. A foot is 12 inches. A pound is 16 ounces. How long is a month? No one knows. Like it could be 28 days, could be 30, could be 31. Nobody knows. So, so like it, it makes no sense. And so basically the conclusion that I came to is there's 365 days in a year and um, you can only divide 365 evenly. Uh, oh, shoot. Wrong slide. <laughs> can only use the uh, divide 365 evenly uh, using its two base factors, five and 73. That's it. That's the only way you can divide out 365 into whole even units. Um, so all the other numbers we try to use four comes up with a fraction. Uh, seven is 52.14 weeks. Uh, 12 is 30.41 days. It's just bad, uh, measurement. It's bad. Uh, it's just bad. So the only way to do it is five and 73. So I'd, I'd come to that conclusion, but it's, it's, it's easy to discount because five and 73 are both prime numbers. They're weird to work with. It, it doesn't really make logical sense. Like what we want to do as humans is innately divide things by 10 or, you know, all these other numbers that, that kind of make a little more sense. And that's just, you know, how it was. So I'd, I'd come to that conclusion, kind of put it to the side until um, one January day, 
I missed a bill payment. All right. And it was because I had a miscommunication with my bank about what a weekday was. They counted Saturdays as weekdays. And so, yeah. So Since they, when? I know. Well, that's they what have I to work said. on a Saturday. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. They were like, well, we're open till noon. So, right, you know what right. I mean? Like, so I got overcharged, overdrafted my account. And it was like the final straw. I was like, that's it. I'm tired of I'm it. making a new fucking calendar. Yeah. I'm figuring this, this out once and for all. Right. So <laughs> I, I, I took took a analog wall calendar off the wall in the kitchen and I put it down. I'd come to this five and 73 conclusion before. Didn't really know what to do with it. So I just I decided to, you know, what? let's let's start out on the winter solstice and start numbering days. So I started numbering days one through 73. And so from December 21st, the first period ended on March 3rd. And I was like, okay, that's kind of winter. You know, March is when spring traditionally starts in general. Um, The second period went from March 4th until May 15th. And I was like, you know, that kind of lines up, you know, the, the memorial holiday is, is close to that uh, threshold. That's the, you know, uh, start of summer colloquially uh, uh, in America and all that. And then this is the part that blew my mind was the exact middle period of the middle, uh, middle day of the middle period of the year landed on the summer solstice. And so that's when it like, like blew my mind. And I was like, Oh, time is this thing that actually makes sense. If we step back and let it, you know what I mean? Like it's, it is this sort of cyclical beauty that occurs, but we're trying to shoehorn all these different human developed mechanisms on it and, and just completely butchers it. So, so that was like, not yeah, to interrupt here. I'm getting the imagery of so, you know it's it's sort of like the powers that be or the matrix or the archons or whatever the fuck right uh, whatever set this time up and said here's what we're going to regulate by even though there's a straight up clock above you and I do want to ask you about moon cycles and stuff because I do have some submitted questions from some folks uh, is is this idea that it's they gave you an instrument but it, it's all out of tune right and mm-hmm. so it's just off phase so it's just you're playing along well enough you know you're like yeah I'm playing this instrument but it sounds fucked up it doesn't it's it goes against this natural inclination I have to tap my foot this way or for my ear to want to hear it this way and this sort right. of feels like what you've done is tuned the instrument to figure out exactly. hey this yes. is the way it's supposed to be played 100 percent, and 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 what exactly because here's here's the deal is the calendar was first invented uh or the gregorian one that we use i mean there's multiple different calendars across yeah. multiple different cultures um the gregorian calendar was invented over three thousand years ago by romulus uh, as tradition holds so he was raised by wolves and then decided hey i want a better way and created this calendar system that for the time, I mean, ancient tech, that was, it was groundbreaking and it was, it was much better than what they were using at the time. So it, it stuck, you know what I mean? And so it kind of developed piecemeal since then. And sometimes a a dictator or a religious sect or a Pope would come in and tinker with it a bit, add their own little things, add their own stuff And so now what's happened is instead of having this like clean, beautiful instrument that has been manufactured using modern math, science, logic uh, from the get go, we've created this sort of like wonky, you know, uh, mechanism that's 
that's really old and ancient. Yeah, and, and it's got a bunch and, of NASCAR stickers on the side of it that say like Catholic Church and right, all kinds right. of different shit, right? Right. And and like and to take the NASCAR analogy a little bit, it's kind of like it's kind of like taking a horse and buggy or a chariot and you know what I mean, trying to put like gold rims on it and being like, well, see here, it's a better calendar now versus like we should be flying a rocket ship. You know what I mean? Like we should be able to step back, create, you know, understand what time is and just like take off. Yeah. Um, and similarly, it's sponsored content. So basically what's played through that instrument, you know, has the voice of this tuned to those sponsors that have their stickers attached to it, right? Mm, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of power in time, a lot of power in telling people what time it is and when they need to do things. Um, and so there's, you know, I like I'd like to talk about big calendar all the time. And I <laughs> big calendar, like big farm big or calendar. I love yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're well, out about there. It. You know what, you know what I, I, mean? I actually fucking thought of this, and I'm not going to uh, jump ahead on this, but I thought of this it, as it opposed, as it pertains to you, rather. Big calendar is a fucking thing, because if you think about it, I don't know what billion dollar industry that is. Do you have a number for that, just offhand? Uh, actually, I was talking to a reporter recently, and she said it was a the paper calendar industry is, is a $30 billion industry. Easy. Like that. That's low baller. Yeah. They're not even telling right. you about all the other shit they're smuggling. Right. But what I'm saying is, is if you your calendar doesn't need to be updated, which is the fucking no. thing about it. You created the 100-year light bulb or the stride of gum, right? right? The, the everlasting <laughs> gobstopper. That's, like you don't, a, this is, you are upsetting an apple cart of a, to the tune of $36 billion, my friend. So just keep right. that in mind, man, when you see the helicopters and shit, okay? No, it's, it's true. I uh, Recently, I came across an article about a guy named uh, Tom Ogle, I think his name was. And he was a uh, mechanic from El Paso, Texas, who invented yeah. a 100 mile per hour or hundred mile per gallon car back in yeah. the seventies. And he basically, he got a patent on it. Like, and then like meteor, 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 meteorolic. Oh man, I'm not going to be able to say it, but meteorological. Like, no meteor, like rise. Like he just like cat, uh, he catapulted to like, oh. everyone was like, Oh wow. This whole Oglemobile is going to change the world. And then within like a year or two, he was broke and dead in his apartment and everyone was like, oh, yeah, it was probably just it was probably just it, it wasn't it wasn't the oil companies that murdered him for no, sure. No, no. Yeah. Just wouldn't meant and, to be. Yeah. Right. And now we we lost his technology and of no course. one you know, what I mean, we don't have 100 mile per gallon cars. And it's like, you know, anyways, the um, so, yeah, no, I, I there are definitely powerful interests like controlling time is a huge, huge oh, thing. Fuck yeah. Huge yeah. thing. Um. So especially so, your perception of time, like because both are right. so hand in hand, the controlling of it and your perception of it, which are the, like, the same thing. And we're going to talk about it. Right. Time is crazy, man. But please continue. And yeah. And, and just real quick before I get back to the to the slides is like the um, that's the first thing you learn in kindergarten is, is this is one of the realizations I came to working on this project is like first thing I learned in kindergarten was like there's four seasons in a year and there's these seven days in the week and these are the months. And then like by third grade, they taught us the rhyme of 30 days, half September, April, June and November so that you can remember how many days are in a month. And it's it's like we've we've created all these systems and then inject it directly into ourselves at such a young age that by the time we get to high school, college, you know, capacity age where we can think for ourselves and analyze things and, and really 
critically understand what's going on, it's it's been so ingrained that we don't even think about it anymore. Like, you know what I mean? It's like learning. It's like if they like taught you physics in kindergarten and then you never thought about science for the rest of your life or, you know what I mean? Or, or like they taught you like something super complex and then was like, all right, now stop thinking about that. And, you know, that's just the way it is. And, and, and don't even think about it. So yeah. um, it's a brilliant yeah. point. Brilliant point you bring up. So, yeah, it, it's just crazy. And so, so here, just to quickly get through this slide real quick. Um, so basically, after the, after that clicked, I was like, all right, this system is real. Uh, winter solstice, the exact middle day of the middle middle period of the year is the summer solstice. That works. And so summer goes from uh, May 16th till July 27th. The new uh, period of the year that I like to call autumn goes from July 28th until October 8th. And it's kind of like an inverse of spring. Um, there's the, you know, late, late season crops are coming in, like your sweet corn, your watermelon migrations are starting to reverse. Um, it's, it's, uh, you know, on the East coast here, we call them hurricanes instead of nor'easters. Um, it's just one of those things that it's, it's like a, yeah, inverse. Um, and then the final period of the year is, is fall October 9th until December 20th. And that's your classic sort of leaves turn Brown fall on the ground. Um, and so that was, that, that was like the, after I did that math part, lined it up with this sort of science part of, of the earth's orbital rotation. That's when, uh, it all clicked. And then from there, it was just a matter of applying, uh, sound, metrological principles, which metrology is the study of measurement. Um, someone is, uh, uh, my wife's dad actually is a physicist and he told me about it. He was like, he's like, Oh, you're doing metrology. And I was like, what are you, <laughs> what? He was like metrology. I was like, that's not a thing. Like you're saying meteorology. Wrong. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're mispronouncing something. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't know what you're talking about, but he, he did actually a little bit, not all the time, but sometimes, um, the, uh, so anyways, that's that's kind of the, the basic premise of it. And so then from there, it was all about creating what 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 makes a good measurement system. You know what I mean? And it's things like having uniform units that are always the same and can be repeatable. It's about having units that build up into larger units that can then be repeated again and again. So like right now, one of the big problems with the calendar is um, we try to shoehorn uh, the seven day week into the whole system. And then, you know, but we no months are created out of a full series of weeks, except for February, which is the one month of the year that is glaringly, obviously not like the rest of the months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, we're, we're just living in such ridiculous times and such a ridiculous system, but like we have to. So like, it's like, you know what, accept it. And you know what I mean? Move on. Like I'm worried about food, shelter and water. I'm not worried about trying to figure out who's, you know, pulling a fast one on me here. Um, <laughs> it's all the so, same yeah. thing though. You know, I think, um, and you know, yeah. I was going to ask you about the equinoxes and it looks like you have it covered here because of the expanded, uh, second and third, uh, second and fourth rather seasons, but this is interesting, man. I got to be honest, summers and when they said, no, it's not summer yet or no, it's not this yet, but it felt like that or they were like, no, it's mm -hmm. winter now. But I was like, actually, winter's not for a little while now because it doesn't really get cold until a little later on, but you're calling it right. winter now. It's an interesting right. sort of a thing that you, you bring up here that intuitively, yeah, I mean, this sort of fluctuates. Now, I, I want to know and just 
just because we're here and we you've got this awesome thing pulled up here this beautiful graph by the way like my mind loves what you've done with this place because it does make sense it is mathematically sound it it would seem that the clock above our heads would offer this sort of experience you know it lends to this uh on experience on the ground here it's amazing how you thought to divide the summer in half like that and still keep it the same uh, season because here in Texas it feels like summers are at least three of those seasons, you know, and it's like a, it's just a fascinating way what you've done with this. So the moon is what I want to bring up in this conversation. Sure. So what effect do you think that the moon plays on this? Because one of the uh, points that was brought up in my excitement to bring you on here was the moon cycles and natural cycles mm -hmm. and rhythms that we right. see around us in nature. How yeah. does this compare to those observations? Right. So, so here's the. Uh, this is like, this is some, uh, that's a subject that I had to wrestle with, like throughout the development and, and research and creation of, of the system that I'm proposing. Um, so yeah, most of, most cultures have two, have, have two options. You either have a lunar calendar or a solar calendar, right? And, and so the lunar calendar is, uh, good for, you know, tracking the moon cycles, which like you say, it affects a lot of things. It affects tides. It affects, you know, uh, equilibriums. It, uh, like if you talk to gardeners, gardeners have like this, uh, uh, superstition of like planting after a full moon is better than, you know what I mean? Like planting during a new moon or, or whatnot. And so like the, the moon definitely affects a lot of stuff, it, animals and migration patterns and, and, you know what I mean? All that sort of stuff. Um, but I decided to focus on the solar calendar, which is the, the, you know, the earth's journey compared to the sun, because that is how we as humans, like the, the, the most intuitive unit of time that we can observe is a day, the sun rises and the sun sets and like it, it makes sense to us, um, where, you know, uh, so so what happens with the moon cycles is they're closer to like a 28, 29 day cycle. And so what will happen is you'll observe a full calendar on the moon, but it won't it doesn't fully align with the the solar calendar. And so then you kind of get this date shift where slowly over time, what starts as the first month of the year and say, say you start your lunar calendar on the winter solstice at a certain point that first month is going to shift into spring and then into summer because you're not fully dividing the solar year up you're you're dividing the lunar year and so that's why in uh like the the islamic calendar is a great example um the islamic calendar is a lunar calendar and they celebrate uh, ramadan which is you have to fast during the day and you know what i mean eat at night but some some years it's in the middle of winter and so the days are really short and so it's easy to observe some years it's it's in summer and so it's like slowly shifting over time and so it's from that angle using a lunar calendar is very hard to uh create a anchored system that that we understand intuitively by the seasonal changes we observe and since you know agriculture is such a uh a big thing in human history and human development, um, solar calendars often were uh, favored for, you know, being able to plan planting crops at the right time or knowing when the migrations are occurring and, and, and that sort of thing. So um, there are 
calendars that are loony solar calendars that are like a like an intense mashup. Um, I think the Chinese uh, calendar is is a loony solar calendar, and that is and and it's super super complex and interesting. But at the same time, it's it's still not, um, in my view, it still just wasn't the the most practical way to observe a single year. Because in a lunar solar calendar, I think you have to you still have you have different year lengths on certain years or something like that, where to to keep the the loon, the moon cycles and the sun cycles in alignment, um, you have to do minor adjustments, and that's one of those things that this, you know. Th- Time is this slippery substance because we're like every year is just a little bit different. And so like next year today is going to be tomorrow. And so then next year when you and I are talking, we're like, oh, when when were we talking the other day? And it's like, oh, well, we were talking on the 27th of October. And it's like, no, but we were talking on a Friday and and it's a Wednesday now. So like, how does that make sense? And you know what I mean? And it's like it's just one of those things that it's just too opaque and too vague to really uh to to understand but in this uh, system if you divide the solar year uh according to its its numbers and its math and anchor it down then today is always going to be today today is always a mercury day and it's always the 19th of uh early fall and it's it's you know what i mean it's one of those things where you don't have to expend that sort of mental energy trying to figure out what exactly you know when something happened what exactly is happening and you know that that often just breeds confusion and people are like whatever i don't care like like, you know um so yeah i don't know i hope that answers the question a little bit incredibly well incredibly well my friend tommy if there was any, ever a representative for this you nailed it and so of course it was given to you you know what i mean it feels like uh was this handed to you like like via uh, some Tesla type stuff where you said he was gifted the from angels or aliens or voices oh, or anything like that. Totally. Or- no, I, yeah, I like my belief in God, the universal highest power or whatever has completely been deepened throughout this process because there's just so many little like serendipities that occur throughout it. Like it's, you know what I mean? That it's just, um, it's just a beautiful system and it's a beautiful, like, I don't, I like I discovered the fifth season. I didn't invent it. You know what I mean? Like I like I peeled the curtain back a little bit. And so they're yeah, interchangeable. I, Autumn and fall, people say, oh, they're kind of interchangeable. Or, no, autumn is sort of early fall, but they're already see delineable seasons in, in the mind of places where they get seasons. We're not we're not privy to right. this argument down here in Texas. We get two well, seasons yeah, and they both I get stop. I get a lot of that from so like I'm yeah, I'm from Delaware. I'm in the mid Atlantic. So I have a huge like mid Atlantic skew to the five seasons. Right. Um but I will challenge you and everybody else, you know, people in Florida, people in California who who like to tell me that they don't have seasons. <laughs> yeah, y'all do have seasons. It's just, you know, like my, my aunt lives in California. You go there, you look at the grapefruit trees, right? Like their grapefruit trees aren't always fruiting. They're fruiting in autumn. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're flowering in spring. They're fully leafed out in summer. They're, you know what I mean? They're, they're in their state of, of hibernation throughout winter. Like, so like there's, there's definitely the migrate, you know, the types of animals that, that you see, the, the local plants will be flowering at certain times. They'll be migrating at certain times. The like different things will be, you know, the, the monarch butterflies are always on their journey, you know, thousands of miles to and fro. So 
although like there's not the traditional uh, sort of, you know, it's snowing, so it's winter or, oh, you know, the, you know, I live in the desert. No, no trees have leaves that fall. You know what I mean? Like, even though there's not that, there's still the the cyclical cycles that occur from year to year that um, if you if you step back and and take a look through a different lens, you'll you'll notice them. And when I so after I'd made this sort of discovery, I, I was like, I, at first I was like, how do I sell this thing without having to use it? You know what I mean? Like, this is crazy, but I don't want to, I don't want to, like, I don't want to be the guy that's. And so, but then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to be able to convince anybody that this is a better system if I'm not using it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, Hey, try this new calendar. I never touched this stuff. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't get high on my supply. own supply. There yeah. you go. Right. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? Uh, I'll take a hit. And it was like living in my own little magical world because like on March 4th, you know, like you go out and you look at the trees, they might not be leafing out necessarily. They might not have flowers on them, but you'll see the little buds where they're starting. You know what I mean? Like it's starting to happen. And like you, you hit these sort of like liminal spaces on each of the, the, you know, time period, seasonal changes and there's just like if you're observant enough like they're there like the the autumn and fall like uh and i actually made this observation a couple years before the discovery of the calendar was i wanted to know when when did the leaves change you know what i mean like what day the leaves were changing and in my journal it was october 5th and so that was the first day that i you know i was a dog walker at the time so i was outside all the time and uh first day that I saw just the slightest tinge of red in all these deciduous green trees. And I wrote that down. And then fast forward three or four years when I'm doing this system out and the the line falls on October 8th, October 9th, I was like, holy shit. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like it lines up. Like it's just like all this sort of magical place that I was living in by myself. And, um, it was beautiful. That's all, you know, and so here, I think my next slides kind of go through. So yeah, so here's, this is an apple tree. All right. I had my buddy, David Luna, um, draw me an apple tree throughout the shout seasons. Yeah, yeah. He did a great Big job. shout out to David Luna. He's, he's the best. He's, uh, yeah. Um, we could do a whole podcast on him. <laughs> the, uh, we'll yeah, set right? it up. The, um, so, uh, winter, December 21st, March 3rd, like, yeah, cold, long, dark nights, you know, etc. Uh, spring the trees are flowering things are thawing um life is re-emerging all that sort of stuff summer fully green you got your peak sunshine peak temperatures uh autumn you get the apples you know fully ripened on the tree like the 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 harvest is coming in and uh the heat breaks it's the classic thing to do in the first week of autumn is to go around and talk to people and say, Oh, do you think the heat will ever break? You know what I mean? Like that's that time of year where <laughs> yeah. everyone's like, Oh, it's so hot. Like it's never going to be hot. It's always going to be hot again. <laughs> and it's like, no, just wait like three more days. It'll be fine. And a huge thunderstorm will come through and cool things down and, and we'll be back to back to regularly scheduled program. And then fall, you know, leaves fall nights get long. Um, and so I think that these, like, I think the apple tree kind of really helps put it together of, you know, you're back at the beginning in winter of, of no leaves. You got the flowering buds, you get fully grained, you get the fruit, fruit ripened, 
and then the stuff falls down. And like I said, you could, you could translate that to, to other things like a grapefruit and an orange tree or whatever your local sort of flora and fauna is, you'll find those cycles. And it's almost like an ecological journey of our journey. You know, you, you look here, you go through these cycles where you're flourishing and you're crushing and then all of a sudden it's long, you know, long nights and it's cold. Right. And then you come out right. of that and you're flourishing again into a new respect. Right. So it, it's yeah. interesting that you mark you, you point out the cycles, which is why I'm so fascinated by this. It seems so more, much more useful here, which I, I definitely want to tie in a, a psyop element. You got you and I are going to really go for it on this, okay? But okay. What, I, what I mean to start here with is that the solar element to this seems so much more practical because it is observable, not that the moon isn't, but there's an argument to be made that the moon was brought here. And now whenever you talk about this apprehension and this coloring of our experience and this warping of time, because months, you know, are, are named so because moon, right? Moons, and they're mm -hmm. named after mm -hmm. the moon cycle. So right. the interesting part to this now is that when you frame it to what you have here, you have a structured sort of what the environment itself meant to be minus the moon, if it's a real thing that our life is dependent on at all, which is conjecture because there's there's evidence of ancient cultures, more than one, several, that have written about a time before the moon. And so then you look into the work of, because you also dabble into some interesting philosophies as well, the archons and a soul trap in the work of David Icke. And it brought here uh, the work of, um, damn it, I'm going to fart on this guy's name. He hadn't been Alex Coyer uh, and the hollow moon and things like this, where it's an artificial satellite, if there is a space and all that kind of stuff. So, so this sort of apprehension of a celestial body, whatever the fuck that thing is, uh, and us basing our time here on it seems fucked off to match the design. And it, it yields the results of the, destab uh, the destability that it does in all other areas as well. So what's right. funny about this and interesting to me, just as we're talking about this, is getting off of all apprehended cycles here. Observable cycles we can see, which is what you've done. You've just taken your observation and laid it out in a way that's applicable for you. But also mathematically, it's very interesting to where it benefits us at a greater capacity. Also, you're going to take down right. Big Calendar, which I'm, I'm right, right here for you, on brother. You can come <laughs> up a... with a new one every year. You know, Just come up with a right. new design, all that kind of shit. I don't think you're going to kill it. But what I mean to say is it's a brilliant design that gets us off this moon apprehension. What do you think of that whole concept there? That's, that's, that's super interesting. Um, I think that, so, so my take on like the moon in general, as you know, like you say, extending into months. Um, so when you're looking at, uh, like from the metrological standpoint, just the measurement study of measurement of, of systems, right? Like you need, a good system has one of its one of its uh, features. It has short term or sh you know small units. It's got long term units and it's got midterm units. You know what I mean? So that you can build up small frequencies into a larger frequency, and then you build up those larger frequencies into another you know large frequency, right? And so, um. So in our case, you know, multiple days turn into a week, multiple weeks turn into a month, multiple months turn into a year. Um, for from from the moon's perspective, I think the reason why it it got uh, uh, it, it, it's such a strong unit of time or or is dictates months and in, in these timekeeping units is because, like I was saying earlier, where a day is very intuitive for us, we wake up, we go to sleep it's hard to 
count from day one to day 365 and not lose track. You know what I mean? But what's easier is as we're going to sleep at night, we notice, hey, it's a full moon. And so it's easier to count from one to 28 or one to 29 until that that cycle repeats itself. And so so moon cycles then became months because we needed this sort of midterm unit to count between a day and a month. And then multiple months turn into these seasonal changes that we observe. And then the seasonal changes turn into this annual cycle that that we observe. And so that's kind of where um, from from my research and my thinking, that's kind of where the moon plays into all of this. And like you say, it, it, it can create this sort of uneasiness because it doesn't really line up well. You know what I mean? And so then we get this it, it's incongruity between what we're observing and what we're feeling. And then all of a sudden, if you're just counting months, you know, like we were saying earlier, then all of a sudden, you know, it turns into what was a month in winter is a month in summer. And it's like, that's not right. Like, you know what I mean? Like January is not in summer, January is in winter. And so it's these, the, the, the time keeping systems that we've come up with is kind of like a death by a thousand cuts. You know what I mean? It's, there's nothing like super, glaringly obviously wrong about a lot like like it works you know what i mean like we've gotten where we are using it but at the same time you know just like all these small little things it's like getting paper cuts all over you and then all of a sudden anytime you move you're like ah ow like why does that why is that so uncomfortable and it's because we're you know again we're using this this ancient tech which at the time was cutting edge it was it was groundbreaking and it was, it was amazing. And it helped us, you know, expand our, our cultures and civilizations. Um, but now we're at a point where we can step back or should be able to step back and say, Hey, let's reevaluate what's going on. You know what I mean? Like what, what other technology do we really use consistently day in and day out? That is thousands of years old and hasn't been updated since the 1500s. You know what I mean? Like nothing. They, like, like even the wheel we've turned into a rubberized wheel filled with air that, you know what I mean? Like, like all of our, all of the technology that, that our ancestors have created and we're all standing on the shoulders of giants. Um, it all deserves a, a clean, you know, review and, and clean break from the past just because, uh, you know, when you're off, you, you've heard the thing before, maybe where when you're off by 1% and if you keep getting off by 1%, then all of a sudden you're off by a hundred percent. And, yeah. and so, um, I don't know, again, I, I don't know. I don't know if I, answer, like, that's the beauty of time is like, I, I love fielding these questions and then going down a rabbit hole and being like, I don't really remember what the question was, but Brother, that's, I hope it, I answered it. The way that you're communicating here is perfect. This is this is perfect. <laughs> you're you're right on par with this, you know. And it, what it feels like as you're talking about this uh, is because I'm enamored of what you're saying. Is it's like you're introducing the concept of water to a society that only survives on you know brondo and does not mm. understand. They're like, but dude, it's got <laughs> electrolytes. They're like, but bro, there's like twelve of these things. We get little flags. We get little names for them. It's the moons right there. Can't you see it? I right. love the what you said about that. The moon is a mini cycle, and it is easier to count to 
you know, 12 ish than it is to 365 and use that as a unit of time. But what it feels like, again, is sort of that that was the rough draft or the training wheels. You know, it got right. us to these greater understandings that we as a modern peoples just trying to figure this shit out, hidden the right. minus the hidden shit that people really sure. fucking know what's going on. Right. Right. The, folks like you and I out here doing this, then it seems like that that is sort of a way that it, it will get you started thinking in that right direction. But at, at a certain point, it becomes no longer necessary or to your point and great uh, vocab usage there, it becomes deciduous because we are deciduous. You can shed that which is no longer needed. And so you can remove them like these leaves and say, you know what, that was a cool system. It got us where we are. We get why we needed it. It was a good right. rough draft, but we don't need to read from those pages anymore. We've come up with a better version based on that right. information. So it's right. an interesting concept that you offer here, which is a progression for humanity as a whole to say, hey, guys, we fig figured something out here. You may want to try this out, especially folks listening to this place. They're, they're stuck on the moon thing now, apprehending their days and thinking, how the fuck do I get off of that thing? Because we're talking Archon soul traps and shit a lot on here. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we're doing that lately. So nice. with, with this kind of idea... It's just, again, fascinating to me. So I do want to wrap up uh, or come back to rather before we get too deep into this, because that's what we're going to do here. And I just love this, by the way, uh, is to talk about other countries and their calendars, because not everybody is on the same damn system that we are. Uh, and so let, let's start there. What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things that it, it's kind of like how cultures across the, the world all built pyramids, right? Where like it's fulfilling a need of some sort and like what that need is, is, is different based on your culture, based on your location, your longitude, your latitude and, and your local, you know, flora and fauna, how you're surviving. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it, of course it makes sense that a different timekeeping systems have evolved different ways throughout different societies, um, throughout the years, uh, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's, that makes sense. And the, the, the crazy part, I like to tell people all the time, you know, cause I show this to people, the calendar and they're like, well, I mean, uh, so one time I submitted a uh, grant proposal to the national science foundation where the, it was a small business innovation fund, right. For cutting edge research. That's like too expensive and too time consuming that, you know, no one's going to invest in it or whatever. And I was like, dude, this is perfect. Right. Yeah. Like this is, based on science, like I can show you the numbers, I'll show you the data. And I got a reply back from the guy. He was like, he's like, this is crazy. Like, like if we change the world to like, it's going to cost billions of dollars and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, I thought that the whole point of this thing was to research, you know what I mean? Whether that's cost effective or not, but that, you know what I mean? No, that's we've come okay. too far with the narrative. We can't <laughs> turn back now. The same reason right. like this alleged high tech won't ever be revealed to us or won't maybe, you know, to some degree because it'll topple the oil industries and the gas right. industries and things of them, right. you, know, you paying to live here, right? It would topple those industries just as the idea of a rel revelation of entities from, I don't know, extra dimensional or wherever they're coming from would topple yeah. religions and things, right? So right. again, what you're doing is introducing water to to well well saturated brondo fans here and right. it's are it's a, you okay with being like the leader of some breakaway civilization and just letting this be out there for folks that want to enjoy it yeah totally i mean okay. I, that's that's definitely that's part of the vision is is dem democratizing time getting it back into the hands of the people because time is money time is power and it's always been controlled the gregorian calendar at least has always been controlled by powerful elites 
the the political leaders, the religious leaders, um, back to political leaders, and then back to religious leaders. So, like, uh, here's something cool: is the uh, the so all right. So Romulus created the calendar, right? And he he's building up Rome. It's going well. What they used to do was uh, there was a certain um, temple in Rome who controlled the calendar and what they, and so the calendar wasn't published in advance and, and people didn't have copies on it. it. What would happen is at the end of each month, they would come out and say, all right, here's the new calends and this is the next month's, you know, schedules. Um, and what these priestesses and priests started doing is if there was a ruler in power who they liked, they would add a few days onto each month before they released the next month's calendar. And so then all of a sudden, extending the rule slightly longer and longer each month until, you know, they may have may have gotten, you know, 20, 30 extra days, a full extra month's worth of somebody who they liked in power being in power before, Damn. you know, the next election came. I know, right? It's I didn't crazy. know that at all. That's awesome. crazy. Then this dude came along named Flavian or Flavius, and he made the Flavian reforms, which was he was like, no, we're publishing the whole thing. <laughs> we're publishing the whole thing out so people know because this is bullshit. You know what it I mean? Bullshit. Like, you can't be doing that. And um, they lost, you know what I mean? Like, they lost their shit. The, 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 the powerful at the time, they were like, what are you doing? Like you're, you're giving away our power to, you know what I mean? Like the people like that. And, and that's one of the few calendar reforms in the Gregorian system that occurred that I think was in the best interest of the people. I mean, maybe, you know, the, like Pope Gregory's additions, it, basically all he did was minorly change leap day to make sure that um, it, it kept our, cycle in alignment, you know, which helped, but it's kind of like tinkering on the edges of the system and, and putting a new paint job on it versus, you know, radically reforming it. Um, yeah. The polishing but, a turd. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, I like there's been a lot of, of that sort of thing where the people who are in charge of time control it. And at some point, if you're smart enough and you're in power, you realize it's in my best interest, you know, not to help people out. <laughs> and, and that's kind of bogus. I don't, I don't subscribe to that theory of thought, but like, that's, that's how the world works to some degree. And um, the only way that this is why I, I also, you know what I mean? Like I'm not the first person to discover that there's five seasons in a year, right? Like people have done math a lot longer than me. Um, I'm not like the first person to create a calendar reform and, and pitch it out or anything like that. But the difference is we live in a time and a place that I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to propose this radical thought where like, if we were in medi medieval Europe and I said, Hey, you know, the Pope's wrong. There's five seasons in a year. Like I'd, to jail. I'd be dead before I, yeah. I got like the, you know? And so um, I think that's kind of like, one of the things of like being in the right place at the right time is, is there the, the reason I'm able to um, have, have like propose this calendar and stand on the basis of modern math and science and, and feel like I'm on a bedrock that I'll take on any challengers to, who want to, you know, nitpick at the system. And, and I have for the past, you know, uh, seven, eight, nine years or whatever. And 
it's a, uh, you know, that's that like, but, but it's because we're in a place where freedom of thought, freedom of expression is available that I'm able to propose this and not necessarily worry about, you know, is the Pope going to catch word of it and, you know, off me. And like we said earlier, like there probably are some interests out there who, who don't want me to, you know, propose things like this. And, but at the same time, I'm like a, you know, I'm like a bug. I'm like a little fly. Yeah, you know what I mean, them, I'm not, they're not, they're not worried about me right now. They're going to be worried about me in whatever, like five or 10 years, whenever traction really picks up and people are, people are openly questioning it. And I'm not like, like, you know, you should see the, the reactions I get from people when I say, Hey, can I interest you in a fifth season of the year? I mean, it's like some people get angry, <laughs> like some people get mad. And, I would think the market, the uh, commerce industry would jump on it, man. It's another reason to spend money, you know? So I think if this is marketed properly to the marketing industry and that may be a way to slip your foot in the door and then kind of apprehend the matrix by its balls, you know, beating it at, at its own game, you know, um, yeah. that may be a way of introducing this thing to where it's just so compelling because, oh my God, now guys, yeah. you have to do autumn clothes now instead of fall clothes. Right. Now there's not four seasons, there's five right. seasons, right? That's totally. an extra reason to spend money. And the Matrix yeah. may find that appealing. I just think it's interesting. Sure. Also, I would like to point out, just for the nerdy fans of mine that uh, know my kind of humor, that uh, Flavor Flav Flavian was also a keeper of time, and he freed time. But Flavor Flav were a huge timepiece, <laughs> and so he was also sort of a liberator oh of God. time and our hearts as well. Hadn't so, thought uh, about Flavor Flavian. Wow, yeah, flavor that's like it's a, in there. That's, that's a new a t-shirt for you. That's yeah. a dope mashup. I love it. <laughs> You're, we're here for these kinds of things, and, and thank you for entertaining me on that. So, so I, I, I definitely, okay, so you touched on Leap Year, which which works perfectly, but what do you think about, because when you talk about seasons, and I get your, your ideal observational cycles, which is brilliant, man, and you're right. We do have four seasons-ish here. We have a shitload of summer. We have a crazy winter just for some damn reason because we live on the plains and shit, but we have maybe two or three weeks of what we'd call fall and then two or three weeks of maybe a springier, wetter, kind of more humid type of an environment. So yes, there is sort of a cyclical nature to this. But do you think that your observation of this calendar, even mathematically based on the sun, would be different based on latitudes, like different uh, places in the world? Yeah, uh, totally. That's that's a great point. And let me let me get to a slide. Let's see. Oh, perfect. Love it. It's almost like almost like I was prepared. Hey, <laughs> this is awesome. We did not discuss this, by the way. That's all awesome. That's right. a uh, all right. So this on the screen right now is uh, the daily sunlight uh, amount throughout the year. Okay, uh, based on our current meteoro meteorological seasons. So what the weathermen like to use for for what winter, spring, summer, and fall are, and. Um, first I, I brought this up just because it's, I mean, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, you can see there are some parts on it that here's the fall and spring crossover. That's the equinoxes. You know, you can see there's a height of summer and a, and a low of winter. So like, it, but then on the, on the far side, on the far right, like, you know, look at these units. They don't all, you know, there's a 90 day unit. There's a 91 day unit, two ninety two day units. It's a bad graph. Like if I was a math teacher and I got this, I'd maybe give it like a C plus, you know what oh, I mean? Like it's you're, like, you're nicer than I am. I fail the thing. I wad it <laughs> yeah. up. I make me eat it in front of everyone. This is garbage. Right. All right. So here's the same data, same data with the, uh, under the new calendar. Right. So 
it just creates a much better it's you know. a dna strand dude it's a it, oh shit it okay is you a see DNA it it's strand. a dna strand yep. it's sacred yep. geometry it's the these cross vortices it's these points uh that we talk about in all kinds of crazy fun physics talks with our friend dave zed like this is yeah. lined up this is symmetrical yeah. this seems like more of an oscillation pattern that is in phase if you will right it's right. not out of phase like the other one if we're talking cymatics or applying right. this to vibration or something yes exactly and so and so and then you're you're able to see some some interesting points where you're like all right there's a point right here where springs fall summer or autumn and winter are all yeah it, it's it's beautiful it's it, beautiful. uh and so anyways a plus man Extra thank credit you, for this, you. actually. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I go for. Um, so as you can see up here, this is for Washington, D.C., just because, like I said, I'm from the mid-Atlantic. And so that's what um, I normally do. Um, but in the um, I've, I've run this chart out uh, at different latitudes. So I did one for Caribou, Minnesota, which is the northernmost point of the continental U.S., I did one for Key West, Florida, the southernmost point of the continental U.S. And basically what happens is this uh, graph either gets uh, expanded Compresses or, or compressed. Yes, yes, I knew yeah. it. So, so this would apply then at like the poles or whatever, or what they're saying are the poles. Is that right? Right. So, so the poles, it gets much, much greater, the, the, the changes of, of daily sunlight. And then like where you are in Texas and down in Florida, they're much more compressed and, and less uh, visible as far as daily sunlight hours and, and that sort of thing. You know, and um, if this is a simulation or something, let's say, and you're offered mm -hmm. different environments of experience, this would be a wonderful way for the simulation to render those environments based on these Ooh. parameters. It's an algorithm. Say yeah. you get this much of a compression of these ratios of this weather, and that's mm -hmm. what that experience will offer you in that area or that sector of the realm. Right. And I mean, yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, it's it's super interesting. The whole like, are we living in a situation or a simulation? Uh, uh, line of thought and i was actually just watching a a video of neil degrasse tyson uh, talking to somebody about that where the the physicist he was interviewing said yeah like when you break down these these natural algorithms or whatnot like at some point it turns into binary code that we'd find in our computers and so the question really from my angle is does that mean that we're in a simulation or does it mean that we're inherently going to code in the nature that we live in into our simulations. You Ooh. know what I mean? Like now you're asking the real ones, man. Yes. Right. Because like, you know, I, I, I kind of tend to think that, you know, you, you can't really separate yourself from your nature. And so even if you don't really see it or understand it fully, like you're still going to embed it in, in what you're creating. And so I think if, if a computer scientist uh, ends up creating something that mimics nature, whether they knew it or not, I think that's a, a very natural progression. And, um, you know, there's an old story uh, Stephen Hawking used to say and, and physicists really enjoy, which is uh, the turtles all the way down. You ever heard the turtles all the way down story? No. All right. So this guy, he's a, uh, I don't know, pick a, Pick a well-known physicist. I, I forget the guy's name. I don't know. Whatever. Einstein. Albert it wasn't Hoffman. Einstein, but it, sure. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> he, uh, he was given a talk, right? In a lecture back in, you know, the whatever, 30s or 40s. And he's he's talking about the Big Bang and the universe and and all the, the natural systems that be or whatever. 
And after the talk, this old lady comes up to him from the back of the auditorium and she says, you know, there's like, you're wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're living on the back of a turtle, right? And the turtle is slowly progressing around. And, um, and so this guy, he's like, well, what's that turtle standing on? You know what I mean? And she's like, well, of course it's standing on another turtle. And he says, well, what's that turtle standing on? She says, well, a turtle. And he's like, well, what's that? And she's like, you don't understand, do you? It's turtles all the way down. <laughs> and so like, that's the, that's where that phrase comes from of turtles all the way down. And that. that's kind of, you know what I mean? Like at some point, the whole fractal energy of nature, you know, maybe we are in a simulation of a simulation of a simulation of a simulation. Like no one really knows what, and like when you, and earlier I was saying my faith got deepened throughout this process. And that's because like when you trace back time all the way to the origins of the big bang or whatever, you know, like no one knows what's happening prior to the big bang. You talk to the best, they don't even know what type of physics existed before the big bang. You know what I mean? Like, so we can't, uh, all we can do is have faith that something happened that created this universe. Uh, was it somebody turned on a CPU? Maybe. Was it, you know, like the family guy episode, God lit a fart. You know what I mean? Who knows? Like the, uh, there, nobody knows. And, and that's why, you know, it, when you talk to a lot of, uh, these theoretical physicists who spend so much time, you know, trying to explain the universe and explain nature at some point, they all end up with a much deeper faith in higher powers because you can't explain everything. And, um, at least not yet. And, and until that universal, you know, equation comes across, um, that's how it's always going to be. And, you know, it's it's just a beautiful universe that we live in, in a beautiful world we live in. I don't, you know, the the conflict between science and religion, I don't view as valid because science was created from religion. I mean, science means to know and what they were doing back in the day was trying to know the face of God. Right. So they're exploring all these different things. So, you know, what I mean, all we're really doing is describing you know, unexplainable things in the end. And, and no matter how much knowledge we gain and how much closer we get, it's kind of like, what is it? Zeno's paradox where, you know what I mean? Like halfway is halfway is halfway is halfway is halfway. And we're never going to get to that finish line. Um, we're just going to be, you know, so close, so tantalizingly close and yet so far from being able to, you know, say what exactly is happening. Um, so yeah, that's I don't know. I don't know if that is incredible. I don't know what the of course it does. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what you're what we're doing is talking about it. And this is perfect. So um you're nailing this, man. I, I love that, that you mentioned turtles and turtles all the way down. Something interesting as well that you mentioned is to a simulation sort of thing. Like, would there be a way that you could tell that there was an uh, that you were in a simulation to that Mario and uh, Daisy thing. They're sitting there on the castle, right? And he says, you know, there's no way to tell that we're in a simulation, right? But what if there was? What if there were little keys left in here? Like the fact that it's so goddamn mathematical and that this is reducible down to binary, even through our biggest physicists, which then does marry this idea of religion, spirituality, that whole realm to a more physical observation or science-based environment or reality. Then, then you start to look at this thing, and again, I'm glad you uh, cycling it back to turtles, that turtles may be the key to all of this, to unlocking this shit. 
one of the ways that you would know is that there would be something out of sync, okay? Something just slightly askew that would make the patterns not work out amongst a bunch of patterns. Maybe there is sort of a layer of fabric of consistency here, consistent enough, but there's a slight askew. Maybe the moon is pointing this out to us. It's the only damn thing that doesn't spin around according to what everybody's telling us, right? Um, it also was, again, perhaps brought here. It also has really odd orbits. It, it fluctuates a little bit. Now, another thing is whenever there's a solar eclipse, I don't know what they're looking at. That's a black spot that's going in front of the moon, but that's or the sun, but that's not the moon. There's no fucking moon there. You can't see a moon on either side of it either time. I will argue this forever. My own observation will prove it. The other thing about this is the turtle, okay? If the, the turtle is what indigenous cultures would use as a calendar, okay? They would use the 13 um, tabs right. or the Sections segments and then the, the 28 yep. around the outside. So right. maybe that's a clue that's walking around here that's then to this idea that we're all stacked on turtles, again, to this higher philosophical idea of what this reality actually is, that maybe turtles are the key here. And that when they die, you know, their shells are left, right? And so it's this interesting... Um, I, I just I think if it's tie in to the apprehension of this reality that it may be a key to point out to that hey the moon is something that's fucking this place up and that's sort of the key and your your way of looking at this place and going there's something fucked up here and the moon is your observational reality of that and the fact that there's a woven tapestry of us being demanded to utilize it as our unit of time right so again all of these apprehensions and consciousness sort of add up to me on a little bit of a level and especially the fact that you mentioned turtles and again it's it yeah. being a moon-based time calendar right yeah yeah no i love that i mean it's a weird place I, dude <laughs> it's dude and and like that's sort of the the whole premise behind all of it is like something's not right and yeah, yeah. you know i i so i i have these calendars and i i you know it comes with a user guide right like you can only because you need a user guide and I have a frequently asked questions section. And, and one of them is like, why are you doing this? Because, because that's, that's mo the most often the question I get first Probably from is, your mom are, mostly, right? Oh, to dude, my family is so, so I have the same mom as you, which yeah. is why I it's can like, uh, confidently what are you doing? say that we share that. Yeah. Why are you doing this? <laughs> and, um, and the answer is I'm doing it because no one else will, you know what I mean? Like somebody's got to do it. Like something's wrong. You don't, you don't, like you can't talk to anybody and and they'll be like oh yeah it's a perfect time like the timekeeping system we have is perfect you know what i mean like no no one says that everyone complains about how sometimes there's four weekends in this month and then there's five weekends in a and month mother's and then, day and thanksgiving I mean? and like right you, you know can't keep it's track never of anything. a good ironically never a good time to bring it up dude mm -hmm. but you're just ripping mm -hmm. the band-aid off of this bitch i love dude. it just doing it. I, you know, it's, uh, some, cause again, somebody's had, somebody's got to do it. And, um, I'm happy to, to, to take up that charge and, and go through it because it's, it's so important that, that, you know, we understand what's going on. And like you were saying earlier, basically where like, you know, I felt this for a long time is it's kind of like you just wake up and you're here. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden you're four years old and you're like, what's going on? And and, and you got to you, you know, it's too complex to try to remember where you were before that. And everyone's telling you what to do. And and you're just trying to survive food, water, shelter. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like there's not enough time to step back and and say, hey, let's pause. Let's really try to think this through um because 
you know, everyone's like, Hey, go, go, go. Today's a new day. Like you got to get, you know, you got to make money. You got to, got to pay rent, got to, you know what I mean? And it just doesn't make sense to me. And it's, it's never made sense to me. So, you know what, I'll use my free time to, to try to try to understand where exactly I am, what we're doing and why we're doing it. And, you know, the and answer is to your namesake. This right. is your Sherman's March, man. You're marching that's us it. into a new, new uh, calendar here, a new system. Somebody's, yeah, uh, that's it. I, uh, yeah, I was telling you earlier. There's, uh, there's three branches of Sherman's, and one like created Connecticut. The other, you know, marched through Georgia and burned it down. And then there's my branch, full of like black sheep and rebels and yeah. just weirdos. And so, yeah, I guess this is what we get to do: is is burn down the Gregorian calendar. And I'm happy to do it. Absolutely. Happy to do it. We're happy to do it with you, man. Because look, just what we're seeing here. Do you mind just going to the slide before and then back again? This is, yeah, oh God, or the side-by-side -side comparison that you had prearranged yeah, yeah. already. <laughs> no Good big deal. <laughs> no big fucking deal. But it's, okay. it's again, so fascinating when you look at it like this. Look at the, this is honestly it, if you if you look at it like that. Now, are you still calling right. them months because it's more of a moon thing? Or are you going to like rename them and shit? Are you going to, you know, have some fun with that? Um. I mean, so here's the like, here's the delicate balance of it all, right? Is is balancing the the math and the science and the logic with practicality, and um, you know what I mean? Not not getting writ off as like a crazy person immediately all the time. And so what I tried to do is keep things as familiar as possible while radically changing them so that you know what I mean because like it was like first I was thinking all right what's the fifth season of the year called right like I could make up a name I could make up you know Blorgadoo season or whatever but then <laughs> people are like work. what like what, what what are you talking about you know like I don't I didn't name it <laughs> yeah I didn't name it the Shermanian calendar because like that's not what it, it's not my system. It's the Earth's system. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this is this is something way, way beyond me. And I'm just kind of a messenger here. You're so, pointing out that we should put water on the plants. Instead. Right. That's yeah. it. That's it. Like the uh, so I do call that the the breakdown of, you know, within each season, there are two months. And then there's one day, which is serves as a midpoint of the season, which is a mid season day. And um, that isn't necessarily part of either month. You know what I mean? It's just kind of a it's, it's the it's a free agent, but it's contained. It's still contained within the unit of the season. So like there aren't. Right. So there's been previous calendar uh, proposals. One one that often people like to bring up is the French Revolution calendar. So back during the French Revolution, that's when they created the metric system, which, again, that was the same sort of idea of taking the power of weights and measures out of the powerful in the ruling class and standardizing them. So, you know, it's there's actually consistency that we can measure these things from a scientific nature. They tried to do the same thing with time to a, a bit of a lesser degree of success. Um and so they tried to create a 10 month, 36 day month, uh, or no, uh, it had 30 days, 12, 30 days months. And then you have these five extra days that they just kind of lumped at the end as like a festival period between, you know, the end of December and the start of the next one, start of January. Um, a lot of calendar proposals have done that. They're, uh, 
the international fixed calendar, um, the the quarter. What is, I don't know. There's anyways, doesn't really matter what all the names are, but that's what they like to do with these extra days. I call them dingleberry days <laughs> um, because <laughs> I'm just a crude guy, I guess. I don't know. But they're, you know, it. they're just hanging there. You know what I mean? They're like, well, it's not really it's not contained in any of these other parts of the system. They're just kind of there and you got to deal with part them. Of and they're experience a little, every now little and then. itchy. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, but what this does is it takes those dingleberry days and they're self-contained within a larger unit. So therefore like a season is 73 days, like full stop. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, um, that's just a, a way to standardize, time so that you can you can measure it consistently and through a uh an observe uh objective scientific sort of lens um and what's also cool is that this isn't what it does when you do that and you create an anchored system like that is the calendar or this calendar system is now what is called a floating measure in uh metro metrology where a floating measure versus a fixed measure a fixed measure would be like there's a you know a ruler 12 inches ruler right it, say the only ruler that we had was etched in a boulder in Omaha Nebraska right and so if you wanted to measure something you have to bring it to the system to measure it versus putting a ruler or the 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 markings of a ruler on a piece of wood that you can then bring wherever you go to measure things. So that's what this, this system does because right now I can, you know, if we wanted to start a measuring time right now on the 27th of October and, you know, through the, you know, a full year, I could do it with my calendar, um, five 73 day seasons, just like it is right now lined up to the winter solstice. You can't do that with a Gregorian calendar. You, you know, what are we going to do? We're going to start measuring, uh, a 31 day month and then a 28 day month and then a 30 day month and then a 31 day month. Like it doesn't like it's, you can't do it. And so, so what this does is it allows the user to actually take that ruler and carry it with them to go measure things that, you know, like say I wanted to measure my wall or my, you know, the size of my house or something, I can't pick up my house and go to Nebraska and line it up to a boulder. Like you have to bring something to it. So it it kind of frees you from this, um, this fixed, uh, system that arbitration. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Arbitration is what it is. It's fixed. That's it. That's it. And yeah. How how does this uh, affect astrology? When we're talking about you know the importance of that in most people's lives, like what is what impact does this have on that? I mean, uh, from like a general standpoint of the astrological signs, they're they're still there. You know, what I mean the the that's what's nice about them, right? Is is they're describing the constellations as they come into view as we make our, our celestial journey. So from from like a first from the the broadest standpoint, I mean, not much. I mean, it's the you know, the same astrological signs are in the same spaces. Uh, The difference would be instead of it, you know, a a new sign starting on a different day of the year every year, it'll start consistently. So uh, what is it? The 23rd that the Scorpio sign starts. I uh, 
let's see, the 23rd is the 15th of early fall, a Saturn day. And so it's always going to start on the 15th of early fall, a Saturn day. It's not going to, you know, next year be on a different, a Jupiter day or a Uranus day or whatever. Um, and then, so a little bit more in the system is what I like about it is it creates this sort of anchoring where, you know, today, like I was saying, today's the 19th of fall. It's a Mercury day next year. The 27th of October will still be the 19th of fall and Mercury day. I think there's something in there from an astrological standpoint of, you know, Mercury days have a certain, uh, uh, quality to them you know yeah, what i mean vibe. uh yeah, venus like fridays days. have a vibe mondays have a vibe right yeah right exactly and so i think there's i think there's something in there i'm not quite sure what it is and i'm not like super well versed in astrology i know all i know about astrology honestly is i'm a scorpio and scorpios are the best so like <laughs> <laughs> as I mean, a virgo like, <laughs> i did i disagree but that's because that's what i do that's fair that's fair um but like i I, I do think that there's something to this anchoring of of things because I think so I've I've you know I talked a lot about how I've interviewed scientists and all that, but I've also interviewed astrologers. I uh um and and looked into all these di other different aspects of time that 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 we are used to. And I think astrology makes sense from a standpoint of it's a like the time of year that you're born in, people are acting differently. People are doing things differently. The, the, you know, the seasons are in different points of time. So, you know, if you're born during harvest season, that's going to affect you somehow. Your, your, your basic imprint on the world. You know, if you're born in the middle of winter, you're not going to be outside much until spring. If you're born in the middle of summer, you might be outside a lot more, you know what I mean? And, and these sorts of things, just like affect you from a personality standpoint, from a, uh, uh, you know, I, again, I can't really explain all of it, but I think that can also go back to, uh, what, when, what day you're born on. Cause like you're saying, there's certain vibes to certain days. So I was born on a Sunday, you know what I mean? But like, I don't always observe my birthday on a Sunday because, you know, it's slowly shifting throughout time. But I think there's something to that where, you know, uh, like, what were we doing on that Sunday? There was football going on. I probably went to, you know, there was probably some church services going on or whatever. And so that kind of, you know, trickles on into your, your, your life and your personality in one way, shape or form. And so with this system being fixed, I was born on a Mars day in this current calendar, the, the new calendar. So, and I'm always celebrating on a Mars day. And I think Mars days have a certain... Uh, degree of uh, a quality to them. Independence Day was on a Mars day. Mars, the god of war. You know what I mean? There's a, it's an interesting, you know what I mean? Like it's, there's things going on. This is what I was going to point out. You've nailed it. You, you answered it before and you made me even more curious about this concept as you answered. As I was thinking the question in my head, you were answering it the whole time. And I'm just like, uh-huh. And then what about, and then you answered that. And then I go, uh-huh. This is why we do that little couple of seconds before the shows, by the way, guys. So I love it. All right. Uh, now with this as well, this is something I think you've tapped into 
tremendously is that there's more consistency in people, personalities, and psyops that we're going to see under your system. And here's why. Like you said, there is a there's a metric, there's a flow of Mars days. There is a Mondays have that, you know, hashtag Ger Mondays vibe, right? So mm -hmm. I think that what you'll find is that, like you said, maybe the psyops where they really fuck our country over only happen on Mars days. And we could sort of, mm -hmm. in those windows, say, you know what, country's going to be fucked in this way somehow. Another degree right. of that would be that you may be able not necessarily to typecast people, but you could get a better read on folks based on the consistency of what type of personality comes out on making days consistent. Like you said, you were born mm -hmm. on a Mars day. You have Mars days have a certain quality. And to say that now I'm celebrating my birthday on a Thursday, it's a weird, it's, it doesn't line up again. It's destabilizing. It doesn't mm -hmm. harmonize. And so what you've pointed out here is perhaps again, a harmony, a cycle that's going on. Not only it's psychological where mm -hmm. there's, there's repeating patterns, but you may have hit on a way to really see and predict them in a greater degree. Again, to this uh, with, um, damn it, I had it and it's gone now. Either way, that's what I mean to say, is that this, yeah. this whole thing may be very much more patternistic and psychological than, than we think, but your system is gonna, I think, reveal a lot of crazy cool shit, dude. I, I, I mean, I totally agree. And it's one of those, you know, we've, we've discussed it a couple of times, death by a thousand cuts. It's just like trying to get steady footing on sand where when it's constantly changing, not a lot, you know what I mean? But enough, just, that, enough, th dude. just enough that you can't, you know, I remember I, you know, we had a, uh, a picnic with a bunch of buddies, you know, a couple of years ago and it was a lot of fun. It was just one of those random organic moments that, all of a sudden we all showed up at the state park and, and had a blast, like not, you know, and then a couple of years later we were like, Oh, when was that? Oh, that was, that was around now, but you know, you just couldn't figure it out because it was like, well, but it was a, it was a weekend. So it wasn't today. It was, you know, the, and it's just this, like, just an, it's kind of like, uh, what is that? It's the Nelson Bergeron or whatever, the thing where like, they kind of like zap you with a shock and you're like, uh, like, Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. Where am I again? Like, like it, it keeps you, all you can do is focus on the current right now. And it's very hard to extend data analysis or any type of analysis, um, month to month, year to year, season to season, um, because of that. And, you know, it's, that's one of the issues that comes up. And I like to ask scientists all the time. I'm like, how long is a month when you run an experiment? How long is a month? And they're like, well, you know, we like to run months of 28 days. And it's like, well, there's 13, 28 day months in a year. So like, how, how are you actually, you know what I mean? You're going to submit something to the FDA that is, is off by a, you know what I mean? Adding an entire month into the year. And then that still doesn't account for the extra day. It's 13 months in one day when you divide by 28. So it's like, there's this, I don't know, man. It's just so fucked. I love, I love that you're pointing out the absurdity to it because as we're talking about this here, it gets more and more ridiculous, but it also gets more and more obvious, which is, I right. think, what what the crux of all of this is, dude. You know, because that's what this, this show, this conversation, all this is about. And, you know, 
uh, encouraging critical thinking. That's all we're, we're wanting to, to do here. And I think we've done the shit out of it. So I want to make sure that you get all the slides that you have in, but I also want to make sure that we can wrap so that we have plenty of stuff uh, to talk about right after this. So stay on the thing. Um, no so did you have more that you wanted to walk us through with this? Because dude, this is fascinating. And honestly, I've got to get you booked for a quick turnaround too, uh, so that we can go deeper into this because I'm going to put I this out, literally we're field some questions and yeah. have you come back. Love it. I could literally talk about time like forever. Like, and, and, and yeah, I got a, I got a few more slides that I don't know. Let's see what we got. Let's next. definitely get those in for this one. But I want to make sure that we can get you booked again. Um, just again, because this is so sure. mind blowing that I absolutely have uh, a lot of thoughts on this, but they're going to take some ironically time for me to come back with you on because I need to do some of my own data for our next conversation. But I Perfect. fucking love this. And I cannot wait to jump into your cycle and see about adapting it into my own because it just again, I feel that it's going to be one of these great tellers of all kinds of mm -hmm. fuckery that's going on here, dude. Definitely, dude, hundred percent. And yeah, can't wait to get back. Like again, like uh, you know, we'll yeah, we'll. There's a lot to dissect, so we'll so get much. in there. So all right, so this 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 chart is a bar chart of the same thing we're looking at back here is just like the daily sunlight amount, um, bar chart of it, and it just kind of shows where you get a nice bell curve, nice yeah. normal curve for the, for the seasonal calendar, the new calendar. And then you get a lagging, uh, indicators on it's the off. Gregorian calendar. It's just it's, off. It's, it's just out of phase. Off. If you were to lay yeah. them over, they're out of phase. Like musically, yeah. this is what, like, like what we talk about with the 440 Hertz and stuff, how they just mm. adapted the music to be just mm -hmm. out of phase from harmony or something beneficially right. harmonious. Exactly. And, and it's, and you know, it's, it's not enough to really perceive it, but it's enough that like, you know, it's, or it's not enough to, to, uh, be able to, uh, you know, equivocate it and, and speak to it and, and really put it into words, but it's enough to feel on that intuitive level. Um, let's see the next one. This is, this is kind of, uh, so this is just statistical analysis of, I know, I'm sorry. No, uh, it's, I love how clean yours is and just how much of a bunch of bullshit that is over there. Please go right. ahead. Right. <laughs> That's exactly it. Is So statistical analysis of the units of time that we use in the Gregorian calendar is so it's, 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 it's horseshit. It's like horseshit. you said, there's, there's yeah. a 91 and oh, 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 91 and a quarter days in a season 30.42. That's the mean. The median is it's it's all jacked up. There's a range plus minus two days in a season plus minus three days in a month. That's like 10 yeah. percent from February to March. That's a 10 percent difference, which is a lot. You know what I mean? That's statistically significant. Standard deviations. There's variance. There's skew. The units of the new calendar. That's it. There's there's none of that because they're <laughs> all you know what I mean? They're standard. They're yeah. standardized units. And like this is. This is the the like what you're saying of of being able to figure out like what exactly is going on uh, the the fuckery as you I'm called it you, or dude. the data analysis dude. from month to month year to year like you can't do it in the old calendar and that's why they employ accountants for for their entire job is to seasonally adjust by two days so that you know you can compare things from one period to the next and it is a destabilizing element for sure yeah. Like 100%. for fucking sure. This is silly. I mean, it's right. so silly, dude. But yeah. I love the brilliance of your the simplicity of this. It's just yeah. sans fuckery. It's awesome. Right. All right. And then this next one is um, this is the current this is the current week is brought to you by geocentrism. And we okay. can talk about whether or not 
geocentrism is is the proper way to view the unit or the solar system. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I know. I'm just I'm saying that Sunday you and I will is, have that conversation because it could just be luminaries, right? Okay, yeah, cool. But the, sure. follow the same patterns and characteristics. But I love the way that you broke this down, and we will have that fucking conversation because that's going to be a fun one with you. I know that. Yeah. So like, so basically, the week is named after the the days of the week is named after what they thought the planets were aligned at back in the classical realm. So they thought the first planet was the sun and then the moon. And then Tuesday is actually the uh, uh, Swedish or Nordic for Mars. Wednesday is Mercury. Thursday is Jupiter. Friday is Venus and Saturday is Saturn. Um, so I, I like to uh, bring this up just because that's why, you know, we were talking earlier about kind of like, uh, I'm I'm proposing these radical changes, but I'm also trying to keep it familiar. And so there's nine days in a week in, in this new system that I'm proposing. And I'm proposing that the days of the week, rather than, you know, I was like, is it Friends Day? You know, first day is <laughs> Communication Day, and then it's Friends you Day, it right. and then it's, you know what I mean? So I decided to go by the nine planets that I learned in kindergarten, which was Mercury Day through Pluto Day. And, you know, I'm I'm down. I'm bringing Pluto back. Yeah. Pluto is okay. a planet, folks. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I'd say uh, so. Yeah, that's a. Um, so that's why I named the, the nine days of the week after the planets, just because I'm trying to keep things as familiar as possible so that like people don't get caught up in like, who is this weirdo, you know, wants me to observe a flebity day. You know what I mean? It's like I would have also accepted the Justice League members as the names of the week. OK, <laughs> that's just so you know that we I mean? know or the X-Men. I mean, I'm just saying that's we have fair. options. OK, that's fair. Just maybe you know, parentheses again off to the side. We'll let it kind of, you know, and then we'll that's put the that beautiful thing put about Pluto this in parentheses later. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about it is honestly, this is fully customizable. If you want a nine day week calendar named after that, those, you know what I mean? The the Justice League or, or X-Men or whatever, like we can do that. You Even know what I mean? to and embody then, like a Ganesh day, a day that you just fucking crush all your obstacles, you know, right? or a couple of days like where that. you're just, you know that you're fueled. For some reason, you have additional energy. Cool. Those are Ganesh days. I've got the fucking yeah. energy to tackle. And that's where I'm going to toss my obstacles is on those days because yeah. I know or my more challenging of tasks, whatever. Those would be good for the mid seasons because you got five mid season days a year and it's great time of you're right in the middle of the season. You get to observe what happened in the first half. You you're getting ready for the next half yeah, and Ganesh, you know crushing I mean? them like dingleberries, a, dude. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, let's see. What else do we got? Oh, today's the 19th of fall. And so what I can tell you with exact precision is the year is 85% over. And that's what I love about this calendar is it keeps you grounded where every season is exactly uh, 20% of the year. So every month is exactly 10% of the year. So when you're two weeks through, which we are right now, two weeks through a month, that's exactly 5%. So like, you know, but you can't do that with the Gregorian calendar. You can't, first of all, it's not even lined up to the solstices. So you can't, you know, it's, it's already off by 12 days, which is like 4%, something like that. Um, it's a and, harmonic tone, by the way. So that's right. interesting. 12. And then, uh, so I don't know, man, I like it's just one of those things that you're able to intuitively on a day to day basis, just know where you are versus if I'm like, hey, it's, you know, the middle of the middle of uh, November. It's like, I don't know how, you know, like how what does that even mean? Like, wh wh where is that even in the 
in the the spectrum of the month of I don't know. It's a it's just horse hockey, bro. I love I can't handle it. I love that you can't <laughs> handle it because now I've I'm a now I'm a stickler for how we've just let it go, you know, and how okay we've been with being so blase about not being so aware of what we're doing here, our cycles or what's going on around us. And actually what's more to that is letting it uh, be handed to us without any sort of scrutiny about the design at all, which is what you did as a, please tell me the name of that again, metrometrician? Metrologist. Metrologist. I was way off. That was close. You had the M. You had the M. Right. Yeah. But what you're pointing out here is just, again, fascinating. And and so the fact that we're so blase about this, uh, it bothers me now. And so now I don't want to be. And so I'm pumped to get this in and start looking at uh, things this way. I'm quickly going to switch because I was coming. I've, I've got all these quotes that I like. This is one that I found yesterday that was great. Frederick Douglass. Find out just what any people will quietly submit to, and you have the exact measure of injustice and wrong which will be imposed upon them. Mm. And so, like, that's kind of what you were exactly saying is like, we're in this system that we just accept and we don't question it. And we're taught not to question it. We're taught that it's right when it's wrong. And we know it's wrong on an intuitive level. And it constantly wears you down. And it drains your energy rather than invigorates you. And so it's kind of one of those things where I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So you just made me think of this quote just, just now. So but I you pulled to, it and then you've got a Tesla coach which we talked about earlier. And you know what you said yeah. also about seeing what they taught us first. I love this, dude. The fact that you went back to your first grade classroom and said, okay, what was I learning back then? Man, seasons were pretty damn important to them. And then mm-hmm. to make sure that I wrote a certain way was very important to them. And then I had mm-hmm. little, you know, planets and a ball and everything like that hanging around right. in this Galetal system, right? For UK right. guys, it's it's um it's interesting what you're indoctrinated with first, which is the way that I'd put it. Not taught, indoctrinated with. You're saying this is what you we are going to prescribe that you know or how you operate in this realm, right? Exactly. And so then this is just that sunlight chart that we looked at earlier with just a little little extra. Right now, I just I just had to pull it up just because you know the beauty of serendipity of us scheduling on the exact you know, middle of, uh, early That's fall. So cool. Here we are. You get to, you, you know, it's so easy to track. Let, let's so just, easy. By, for the audience's sake, we, you and I had a phone call the day before yesterday, right? I reached mm-hmm. out to you after finding your video, whatever. And so we had a phone call. I scheduled you for next week. And then as we talked throughout the, we had 30 more minutes of conversation. I was like, fuck that. What are you doing Friday? And so I just <laughs> got you in early, which happens to be this day. Cause I was just Classic. too excited to have this and this is going to be a quick out. So, um, yeah. I can't wait to so, put this out, man. It's a beautiful world, man. It's a beautiful system that we live in, and I, I, I like love this it. too because you're you're and yes, this is a beautiful realm. Uh, to your to your design here, I'm interested in sort of a graphic that would track track this, you know, because it's like this beautiful spiral that you've created here for us to sort of enjoy throughout the year. You know, if you turned this on its side, for instance, it would go through that pattern visually and sort of be like a day by day calendar tick as we go by, so that we can follow the you are here. Maybe that's something yeah. for your website or something. You can put up a daily graphic that sort of floats right. along because it is in this harmoniously beautiful pattern, man. Yeah, dude, that's 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 definitely it. Is um, there's so much. This is actually one of the problems that I've had throughout the whole thing. Is there's so many applications of time. There's so many different ways to represent it. There's so many different ways to explain it, and people are, you know what I mean? Like it's such a dense, complex subject to to get into. And all of a sudden you're in a rabbit hole 
and the rabbit hole has rabbit holes. And you know what I mean? Like that. I just kind of sometimes get overwhelmed and I, you know what I mean? It's tough to, it's tough to bring it all together, but I love, I love that idea. And I will, you know what I mean? I, I went to a code school for a couple of years to like, now I'm coding now. And so now I can maybe put this into a website and kind of, like you say, set it up to, oh, I think to help, it, help David track Weiss's down. app. You know, he has this amazing app where it tracks the solar calendars and things like this. It's just an app you can download, but it's, it's, it's his, you know, proprietary type of a model and it's awesome, you know, and tons of people have it. It'd be a wonderful way also to keep uh, this in people's minds as we adapt to it. Right. Maybe something yeah. that you can add alerts to and all that kind of shit. We'll talk, man. Absolutely. You're doing it, dude. It's, That's it. it's so cool to catch <laughs> you with this phase of it. Cause how long have you been doing this? How long have you? Um, so the Eureka moment that I was talking about in the kitchen, that was in January ish of 2017. So okay. like, and that's when I abandoned the rest of my inventors journal, which I still have notes on. And, you know, when I hit it big, I'll open that back up and you know what I mean? Like kind of like Thomas Edison start up a whole factory of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, it's been since 2017, maybe solid seven, six, seven years that I've dedicated you know, most of my free time too. sometimes been working on it full time, you know, full time, go broke, get a job, got to, you know, <laughs> got to make money. You know what I mean? I'm, st- I'm still a slave to the system we're in. That's the <laughs> toughest part is, uh, so anyways, that's, you know, I've been working on it a better part of a decade. I'd, I'd say, you know, cause the research was going on a little bit before the Eureka moment. And yeah. So this isn't something, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're coming out with a week after you've discovered this and we'd still have you on and we'd talk about it, but I like that you've sat with this. You've gotten more adapted to it. How do you, how does your circadian rhythm feel? Like, are you, you feel more ready for seasons when they change? Do you feel like you have sort of a leg up on all of us just biologically from this yeah. understanding? Definitely. I'm, I'm cause like, uh, all right. So here's an example is, uh, Thanksgiving is one of these floating holidays since it's based on a uh, day of the week, which can change between dates of the month, right? So one year Thanksgiving can occur on, hold on, I have it written down here. Thanksgiving can occur anytime between November 22nd and November 28th. All right. And so that means one year you can celebrate Thanksgiving on the 22nd and you've got whatever full month from current standards, 22nd to the 25th to do your holiday shopping, all that stuff. The next year it'll go to the 28th. So you lose a full week of preparation of execution of, you know, you got to go to everybody's Christmas parties. So you're running around even more hectic than normal. And if you're not able to step back and understand from this anchored system of, Oh, that's, that's why it just feels like it's, it's a a tougher year. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know why it was so crazy this year. Well, I do. It's because you had a full less week to, you know what I mean? To prepare and do to it. This fuckery, dude. Yeah. Yes. This Archon Moon Matrix fuckery. Right. Whereas when I flip from early fall to late fall every year, it's, you know, November 14th is mid fall every year. So I know at that point in time, I've got 36 days until December 20th. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm ready all the time. This is one of those things that even now my mom is going to be on board with just because of what you just said. So now does the current calendar, your calendar, give us that extra week of shopping before Christmas, hun? That's her question from my mom. (laughs) And I will take that in the form of your answer. Um, I mean, to the degree that you will be ready for it. Yes. I mean, because, 
November 15th comes around and you're in, instead of being subject to, all right, I got to wait until Thanksgiving. And then that will tell me it's time to start shopping. You'll, you'll just have that, uh, intuitive preparation of, all right, we're 36 days out. We've got, you know, 10% of the year left and I, I can prepare versus, um, waiting until what the Gregorian calendar tells you when it's time to start doing things. And since they're based on this sort of shifty uh, sort of death by a thousand cuts basis, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't do anything about it if that's what you're going to anchor your time on. You're so So, right when you put it that way too. And thank you for that. My mom's going to love that answer. Um, well, I, yeah, I appreciate her. She right. should she should get some of these calendars. They're great, I'm telling they're you, I'm going to load up on these damn things. You and I are going to talk, okay? We, we may offer them through the show. So um, yeah. I, I want to, um, okay, so speaking of fuckery, and this is actually going to be my last question for you, and we're going to wrap here only because I've got another okay. commitment. But dude, sure. this, is, yeah, yeah. this is fantastic. Okay, so speaking of fuckery, daylight savings time. As we march into yeah. this bunch of goddamn nonsense or whatever, right. I know that, how does, your, how does your calendar play into that or what are your thoughts on it in general? That's a that's another frequently asked question that I feel all the time. And here's my answer is clock time has its problems. Definitely. <laughs> Big time. Clock time has its problems. I'm focused on calendar time right now. I'll get to clock time when I, I can. I love that, that. You're just you're, it's it's on the it's on the list, folks. We're doing calendars first. We're going to get next. to it. And like personally, my preference is I hate daylight savings. I mean, I don't care. Let's pick one. You know what I mean? One or the other, either standard time, daylight savings time, and let's just keep it there. But um, the twice a year changing of the clocks, that's not good for for anything. Honestly, anything. it's it's uh, there's it, it just messes with your like circadian rhythm, your consistency, all of the things that you've been trying to build throughout the year just gets totally thrown out the window. So, yeah, that's. So I'm going to retract I don't like it. our collective statement and say that it is good for something. It's good for those who want this place in chaos and destabilized and to have sure. you not get those balanced, consistent forms right. of experience here. So it is bad business for them. Yeah. And that's why, beneficial. yeah, that's why, you know, what was it last year, two years ago when the Senate passed a reform to end daylight savings and yet somehow it couldn't get through the house. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, Oh, like, the one thing everybody agree. you go to any state, you go to any red, blue, purple, like everybody hates daylight savings time. And yet our leaders can't agree on it. Like Air what's quotes. going on? You leaders. know what I mean? Like, right. Yes. I, I think they can agree on it and they, they've agreed to keep it destabilized. And so right. that's the whole point, I think, man. And so, yeah. yes. And then you and I need to speak of greater truths of uh, deeper fuckery going on here on the next one. But brother, I sure. just cannot thank you enough for this man this has been absolutely outstanding hey man um, i really appreciate it and, Tom, and yeah i didn't get through all my slides didn't get through all the the stuff i wanted to show you but that's what's beautiful we've got next time to i'll show you the video i've got a bunch of other well, stuff i don't queued want to rush up. you out let's let's do well, the video no, no 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 it's all good it's all good okay we, let's okay. let's do the video because sure. i'm gonna I'll do the I don't, video i'm not an asshole right. here uh i just no no no, no 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 it's not i didn't know we were gonna go this balls deep because i'm so excited about this topic with you and so i should have scheduled something a lot longer with you i should have known it from the um conversation we had the other night but guys check in the show notes all the ways to find him he does have another video for us so again check the video version of the show in the show description so you can check out all the charts that he's shown 
the math on the way that it lines up vibrationally is something I'm so fascinated, dude. And that is a graph you guys have got to see. So thanks yeah. again, Tom. Uh, please, what else no do you have for us, brother? This, this is, is I, this is actually a perfect way to ride out. Um, this is a video I made back when I was first rolling this system out to the public and trying to explain my thoughts and stuff. So I call the, I call this the briefest history of time. And uh, let's just let it run. Did you know time began in a barn nearly 2,000 years ago? However, that was nearly 800 years after a man raised by wolves developed time. But then, in 1927, scientists discovered that time really began 13.8 billion years before that. But by then, time was an international conspiracy co-opted by the British monarchy. They even made George Washington move his birthday. So it's easy to see why the calendar has always been in shambles. Irrational, irregular units hobbled together. It's power fought over by mystics and politicians, all trying to tell you how to use your time. That was until 2017, when a team of American scientists discovered the lost fifth season of the year. True standard units contained in a year. They even discovered a new unit of time. Welcome to the future. Brought to you by the new calendar. All time. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Dude, <laughs> that's okay. That dude, uh, who did the voiceover for that? Doc Hammer? That sounded like some Venture <laughs> Brothers shit. Are you a fan of theirs? Um I I've seen Venture Brothers. I you know, I'm not the uh I'm not most well versed in it, but uh no, I did the voiceovers. My I, compliments. Uh, it it was a I brilliant it. brilliant job, amazingly <laughs> cool video. Uh, one more question for you before I let you go, actually, because right. ancient my like cultures, Mayans, uh, other timekeepers and calendars and things like that. Yep. What do they have to say about your calendar? Uh, I haven't been able to talk to the Mayans, unfortunately. <laughs> they shagged <laughs> ass, didn't they? <laughs> but honestly, I think I think that um, I think that there's a base level of truth that I'm proposing that is undeniable. So I, I'm fully confident I'd be able to talk to anybody, any time period and notwithstanding getting beheaded for religious reasons, be able to let people see the truth. Um, and I mean, the, the Mayans, their calendar is sick. You know what I mean? Like that is a super precise, super accurate. And that's just not just the solar calendar. That's the fucking galaxy around the, I mean, like they know, they really knew what they were doing. And, um, so, I mean, I've got nothing but respect for a lot of the different calendar makers, uh, uh, out there, even to this day, there's people out there besides me that are proposing systems. Um, just one of the main problems is 
a lot of people, when they uh, propose new calendars, they're accepting the premise of the Gregorian calendar. Right. And that's the problem is, is unless you're starting fresh from scratch with your, you know, most modern math, science, astronomy, that sort of stuff. Like, I don't think you're going to be able to create you know, can you destroy the master's house with the master's tools? That's something that we used to talk about a lot. And uh, uh, I took a course in college called, uh, um, what is it, Ages of Descent or something. It was all about just like American re- rebellion and just how Americans are like, fuck the system, Love it. fuck the free world. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, so that was something that we often talked about. And I, I think the answer is no. I don't think you're really able to destroy the master's house with the master's tools because the master is going to teach you how to use the tools and that goes back to the indoctrination that that we're subject to from day one tom sherman dude you're one of the coolest most awesome dudes i've ever talked to this is a fantastic episode just a banger through and through and i can't wait to have you on for a fucking million more dude all the way i appreciate it of course located down in the show description thank you my friend Anytime, anytime. Let me know. I'm happy to be back. And uh, yeah, if anybody has questions, definitely drop them. I I will answer everything as, as much as I can. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.